0: Hi, this is Ben Lindbergh and Jessica Clemens, and we are the hosts of Button Mash, the
1: Ringer's video game podcast on the Ringerverse feed. We are in the midst of the biggest blockbuster gaming month either of us can recall. We're talking about Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros, Alan Wake, Five Nights at Freddy's, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Woo!
2: We will have our hands full, you can have your ears full with us talking about these wonderful video games on the Ringerverse feed weekly throughout this month on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we
1: have a new champion! But I'm better than you, and you know it! D-M-D. Acknowledge me! Well, ding dong, hello! Embrace the vision! And we want the smoke! Lately, he
4: just hasn't been very oozy. Heard worldwide. What's up,
0: everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide.
4: Worldwide?
0: A proud member of the faction known as The Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at The Ringer. And with me, as always, my tag team partners, senior editor at TheRinger.com, Cal Davenport, and, of course, the super producer here at The Ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters, Guys, I'm gonna start this start the show off on a bit of a bummer. Uh, <sighs> WWE is going to stop releasing physical media this year. Uh, damn. WWE <laughs> home video. Look at that. Look, look at Brian. Look at Brian H. Waters. He's got the DVDs in hand. That's nuts. In hand. Holding tight uh, <laughs> That's war
4: games. That's crazy. Yeah, those are what? collectors
0: items at this point. Um, you, because WWE home video You know they've they've been dropping VHS, they've been dropping DVDs and Blu-rays for 36 years, damn near my entire life. uh, At this point, so truly an end of an era. What is your most memorable piece of professional wrestling physical media that you own or that you you owned growing up,
3: Brian? I'm gonna start with you since you might have them in hand right now. That's the tough one. I've even thought about this for a while. Uh, but I want to say this copy of uh, for the sake of this conversation, The mm-hmm. Greatest Rivalries. I probably oh. watched this over and over again between Brett and Sean. Mm-hmm. It was a conversation that we couldn't wait to happen. Right. And it's just, it made me want more. Unfortunately, we couldn't get it. But I remember watching this. I said, oh man, I just wish we could have got like Hogan and Savage or Hogan and Warrior, uh, even though they didn't have a real shoot, Vincent Austin. Uh, But that's probably one that just jumps out uh, just because of the amount of times like I played it over and over again and like really dissected it. And when we was putting together the Montreal Screwjob episode, A Book of Wrestling, I would go back to that for references as we was uh, preparing for it. So that's definitely one of my favorite pieces. That's a good one. That's really good. Cal?
4: Well, you mentioned non. Or you mentioned uh, the Montreal Screwjob. I'm thinking of non WWE related physical media. Uh, my DVD. My I think I have two DVD copies of Wrestling with Shadows. One the regular version that I first got, and then there was the expand or like the the collector's edition. I think that they, they had a second disc that was the 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 life and death of Owen Hart. I believe is what what the uh, the the companion doc is called. Um, but in terms of wwe physical media from that home video era it's probably gosh it's probably wrestlemania 6 i think mm. wrestlemania wrestlemania 6 was one of those ones where i i was not only uh conscious feels like a weird word but like i was i was following pro wrestling for a bit at that time to to the point where Hogan versus Warrior. That I mean, I guess for kids who saw like Rock and Cena for the first time in Mania, like that was Rock and Cena for me when 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 that happened in '90 and probably for Adam Copeland as well. Um, but yeah, it's probably that pay per view in particular. It just it felt like such a, a a moment that I was and I was pissed. I was pissed. I uh, I I was at the time. I was a Hogan fan, and uh, it, it, I I did. That's the part I was not. Uh, mm-hmm. Smart to the game at the time, so I didn't understand anything. But <laughs> the guy that I was cheering for lost, I threw a bunch of shit in the trash and everything. But uh, no, yeah, that, that was a, the, the the tape era of uh, uh, in, in in the eighties, in particular, and in, in the early nineties of going to VHS rental stores and getting. Uh, old documentaries and stuff like that on, on VHS and then later DVD was, uh, it was actually I, I was thinking about the other day, it's so important to how I developed as a pro wrestling fan because it, that's the way you learn a lot of this stuff is mm, renting right. tapes and, and getting that footage and then just sitting down and forcing yourself to to watch this stuff hours on end Wow, I,
0: I really want to meet pre-smart Mark Cal and just warn him Right? <laughs> Enjoy this now because you're gonna hate it.
4: You're gonna <laughs> couple it. of years. It's gonna consume the thing you're asking for is gonna consume you not too long from now. Yeah.
0: That's right. That's right. Um mine is a little bit of a cheap answer in that so it's it's King of the Ring ninety eight. Okay. But I also was not allowed to buy pro wrestling media back then. Again, mm. my parents hated the fact <laughs> that I love this right. growing up. But my mom, God bless her soul, uh, she she loved me so much that she found out one of her coworkers watched wrestling and nicely asked him to tape pay per views for me. So wow. as, you know, King of the Ring '98 was the first one mm-hmm. where she knew I was bummed that I was missing it. And she came home like the Tuesday or Wednesday after King of the Ring 98. And obviously, you know, you kind of know what had happened. But right. uh, I was able to watch Mankind take her hell in a cell. And obviously, mine was just blown because you yeah. heard about all this shit that happened to to Mankind. Uh, and again, <laughs> as a what was I, in like sixth grade at this time, like mm-hmm. at that time to to see it. My, my mom was horrified. <laughs> I was gonna I
4: say, up, your, you know? your mom, your mom didn't want you to watch it, and then she brings home probably one of the most gruesome <laughs> matches you've ever seen in WWE history. One of the history.
0: wildest, <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was like, "Did this dude just die? Did I just did I just was you know show a murder to my son?"
3: It was <laughs> fantastic, and we've become so desensitized to that because right. we've seen that bump so many times. Right. I remember one time I'm showing it in a classroom. And I'm watching everybody's reaction. They're going, and I'm like, what is, "What's wrong?"
4: Like, He's fine. <laughs> he just
3: threw He's a man fine. off the top of the
4: cage onto a bunch of tables. What, what? What's the problem? It's all I good. It. Yeah, I love the, it.
3: the top of the cage is supposed to break. It's not, mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. but
3: it did. And you know, a, Cal, you talked about written tapes, man. Like mm. that was the thing. Going to the store, and, and if you missed it, you wanted to watch the whole thing, or mm. just that. You know, you're going like it was a part of like the blockbuster or in my case, like Earl's videos or Hollywood videos, whichever (laughs) was your local. You know, like my first one was Royal Rumble 93. I remember I didn't Mm -hmm. see it, but I was able to like go get it. And that's a thing that I think kids miss. I saw somebody post a video store with like all the DVDs in a certain section, seeing that wrestling section in Sam Goody, right. in Suncoast, it was just, un- it was an undefeated time for real.
4: Undefeated. I, 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 again, I think, and, oh, gosh, you're talking about 93. I saw somebody, it was the anniversary of the Starcade. was it '86? the night of the Skywalkers where the Road Warriors and the Midnight Express, they wrestled on a scaffold. There was a famous bump of Jim Cornette falling off while he was hanging. He like broke his whole leg or whatever. Um, I remember seeing That I don't, I don't. It wasn't a blockbuster. Shouts out to my cousin Michael. Whatever the the video store that was next to the Cumberland Farms in South Jersey in his town, uh, they had a they had a decent little wrestling section. But that was a point where you we would get a lot of old NWA, and there would also be. And I guess now you people would be making these this type of compilations on YouTube now. But you'd get like those old WWF tapes where it's just like. 10 matches from random places, and you just at some point you're like, Oh, I never seen this Mr. Perfect match before, and it's just a banger that just happens to be on like Titan Classics Volume 4 or whatever the case may be. (laughs) What a time!
0: First of all, everyone rush to your local Best Buy, or if there's Mm -hmm. a physical store that you still go to that sells uh wrestling media, scoop them all up, scoop them all Mm -hmm. up because uh, they're gonna be collector's items maybe uh we'll knows? see we'll see who knows? we'll see
4: I, I i think this is going to be the new uh i bought the superman died comic book and then it's going to be worth like five dollars in 20 years or whatever but we'll see hey i don't know
0: look when you when the three of us are trading t- dvds i was gonna say tapes but i don't <laughs> think they even sell vhs at this point anymore we're so. trading dvds uh when we're old and grumpy it's gonna be. We're, we're gonna remember this conversation that we yes. had, uh, and running to the Best Buy to uh, to the Best Buy to Best Buy. <laughs> Sound to, uh, like to me? To scoop. To yeah, just add, <laughs> adding the in front of a uh, a place go, is just, go to is the just a class. <laughs> exactly, right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, everyone, do that. Let us know uh, what you end up scooping. Uh, I Thanks. know Black Friday just passed, but I'm sure that I'm sure you'll find some good deals out there. And again. By the way, if, if I would have told my younger self that now all of this shit is at the tip of our fingertips, we could just go to Peacock or whatever it is now and just pull up any of this stuff, that sixth grader would have punched you in the face and <laughs> ran off. Uh, he, he would have been way too excited. But we're living in in kind of the golden era of what, just watching that old shit now because Big facts. We, we can do it whenever we want. Big facts. Uh, but let's kick things off here the right way with some high spot headlines. And you know the deal. I'm going to read out some of the biggest headlines of the week in the world of professional wrestling. Whoever wants to tag in and let their thoughts fly will let it fly. First up, Chris Jericho says, AEW has exceeded what most people expected. Now he, he had a, uh, well, a, a lengthy interview with our guy, Chris Van Vliet, On Insights on on Chris's podcast or CVV's podcast, sorry, two Chris's there. Um, Cal, I'm going to toss it to you first. Uh, AEW is in what, year five, year six uh, at this point? Something like that. And in terms of your expectations, you know, for when they announced the company, you know, I still can remember that press conference uh, pretty vividly when they announced this whole thing.
4: Has AEW exceeded your expectations? Uh, yeah, I, I I think that's fair to say. I mean, I think depending on how you, depending on your 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 answer may depend on what side of the uh, the fence you lay on as a pro wrestling fan. But uh, it definitely feels like AEW became a contender and a very strong contender. Uh, for wwe fairly quickly i i i I think the the show's happening and and being able to see both of the pro or all of the programming during the pandemic helped them a lot right because it was less expectations like they were they were in Daly's place you're not really having to fill that place out but people are coming because they're interested in the brand and i think uh you you have to look at their successes, right? And I'm not talking about, you know, million-dollar gates and things like that. But, I mean, like, Wembley Stadium, in that time frame, I can't think of too many pro-wrestling federations who went from uh, uh, not being anything to packing 80,000, whatever the number was, in the Wembley Stadium in, you know, that, that amount of time. ECW wasn't doing it. Their impact was felt a different way. So, yeah, right. I, I I definitely think that, Tony Khan and company made, they made themselves known early on. Um, I think what's going on right now though, because the problem is, is like, well, you look at the, the attendance and all the photos you see from, from live shows and whatnot. I think what's going on is kind of what's been happening. That's why I mentioned the pandemic. Like look at sneaker sales, look at a lot of this stuff that was booming through or two years ago when everybody was, was hitting the, 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 the vintage sales and, and, and the, the, uh, flea market racks and everything they were trying to grab everything and sell it because everybody wanted that stuff now those markets have kind of gone down they watched until they gone They're down leveled off, yeah and and they've yeah. kind of gone back to where they are you know what i mean so AEW's in that thing where they they went very high very quickly because i think they were able to make that impact early with the, they had a strong fan base, and they made that impact early, and they were able to again. They, they've got three shows on major networks. They they they're doing pay per view. They're probably going to be doing more stuff. There, there's a lot going on over there. I think they're leveling off right now, so it may look away. But I I don't I didn't think that they were going to reach Wembley Stadium in four or five years. That 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 sounds like a a big a big piece of progress for them, in my opinion.
0: W- Wembley's uh, <laughs> that was definitely not expected uh, when when they announced this thing back in the day. So Man. that's I mean that's a that's a huge point, Brian. Where do you fall on on kind of the expectation scale for, for AEW? I've
3: got to give them a lot of props. A lot of what Cal said. The only thing I'll add is they found their way into the mainstream conversation. When you think about when TNA started, when Ring of Honor started you didn't hear non-wrestling fans talk about it too much. Maybe right. if there was a toy or a commercial or somebody, let's just say like Kevin Nash, you might see him in a movie and like, is he still wrestling? Then it might come up. Or was like, oh, I seen him in this advertisement for that other thing over there. By AEW being on those major networks and having like, you know, Chris Jericho said he was key uh, in this interview. He said he was key to that because... Mm-hmm. People knew who he was. So he could kind of be that bridge. Uh, you saw him doing the NBA inside stuff um, shows or NBA. Um, what's that show called? Inside the, the NBA. Inside the NBA. Yeah. I am mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. back to Amar Rashad. Um But <laughs> g- doing that stuff, you saw them at, on the Breakfast Club. Um, you know, shout out to Jay Cargill. So being able to be in that mainstream media brought back or at least piqued some interest from. Older wrestling fans. We talk about wrestling fans who were of the DVD and tape trading era that got out of it, but they hear about this thing. So I gotta give them credit and say, yeah, in that aspect, they did exceed expectations where they was able to put themselves in the conversation.
0: Right. Yeah, and to that point, I mean, I think they've exceeded expectations in terms of what they've done for the business as a whole. I mean. Individually, as a company, they've absolutely exceeded expectations. They jumped from nothing to the second biggest promotion, wrestling promotion in the world, essentially from day one, right? right? Because of the star power that's associated with AEW. Obviously, the the, the financial backing that comes with being uh, Tony Khan's company, right? Like nope. m- most most wrestling promotions just don't have that from the jump, but. In terms of the business as a whole, the, you know, when when they first started, everyone was very big on it, it's just an alternative to WWE, right? It's just another place to watch to watch wrestling, which it is, mm-hmm. but it's also a very high quality alternative, right? And in some cases, it's it's become. The number one for people. Some people don't watch. There are people on my timeline who don't watch WWE, who don't like WWE. They only watch AEW or and 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 then you know the surrounding, uh, you know the the New Japan's, uh, the MLWs of the world. So, look, you know, Brian, you brought up you know TNA. WWE wasn't watching what TNA was doing,
4: at all. No, yeah,
0: not like that, right? Even when you know, in the heyday when, you know, the Christian cages and Kurt Angles of the world were were jumping ship, we're right. heading over there. I mean, that was cool. And, you know, you'd find those clips and, and, and you know, it would be a thing a little bit. But then it would die out, right? Like right. That, that type of hype. I mean, th- th- they've literally created a product that, you know, as much as Vince and Triple H say they're not paying attention to that, they're paying attention.
4: Right? Yeah, there's no way they're not. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Like, they just brought over Cody Rhodes, who was o- <laughs> who helped start this whole thing up. They brought in over Jade Cargill, who's, you know, they've been packaging as one of their next big next stars. So, again, just the health of the the, the business as a whole is is really what's exceeded AEW's, or in terms of my expectations for AEW, I thought it would be great to have something else to watch. I didn't think it was going to do this as a whole, so right. I think you know. The, to their credit, um, they deserve a lot of credit for that because they they've they, you know whatever they're still so it's such still such a young company. You know, I, I know exactly. Our our instinct is to become you know jaded wrestling fans, but again, they're such a young company where I still feel like there's there's room to grow. And and you know, Cal, you pointed this out earlier. You know, obviously, when something is new, there's going to be this the shine around it. And that shine will eventually wear off. And can you can you make something sustainable? Right. And they they have they yeah. absolutely have. And mm. you can't say that about a lot of wrestling promotions because a lot can fall flat on their face or at least right. you know dip off significantly. And and I, they're they're the firm they're firm number two. Like I I don't think it's particularly close between two and whatever you would consider three to be. You know, right so by that right. standard, they've absolutely exceeded it and and Jericho's a huge part of that
4: 100% yeah if he wasn't if he wasn't there in the beginning and I mean I I I think the thought for many is that uh and Tony Khan may have said this but like CM Punk was supposed probably supposed to be the person instead of Jericho I hindsight being 2020 I don't know if CM Punk was going in on that on that vibe at the beginning of AEW, but they probably made a better bet with Jericho at the beginning than mm-hmm. punk uh in establishing the foundation of that company
0: I, I remember being so mad that Jericho was the first champion <laughs> really? I was like put
4: it on hangman i
0: like, if, <laughs> if this company's gonna stand on its own right. you gotta put it on hangman and then Jericho won it, and then he was champion he was a great first champion yes yeah, you know within sense. within a couple of weeks it made so much more sense yes. <laughs> like, I get it you gotta. You got to, you know, it's like an expansion team in the NBA, right? Like you can't yeah.
4: just,
0: you can't throw a rookie in there, you know, and it not say Adam Page is a rookie. You got, you got to get a vet. Who knows what he's yeah. doing? So that was, that was a great call. Uh, so I, I guess, you know, again, the creatives that uh, that do this for a living just kind of know what they're doing. So shout <laughs> out to uh, the AW, shout out to Chris Jack. Go, go peep that interview. It was great. Great uh, mm-hmm. chat between the two Chris's, as I like to call them. Uh, next up on High Spot Headlines Grayson Waller and Austin Theory are going to be elevated for WrestleMania season. So these guys are essentially now a tag team. Uh, they're wearing pseudo matching gear these days. Brian H. Waters, uh, I'm curious on wh- what you feel about both of these guys, specifically Theory. Because I feel like this is the third or nine thousandth time that we've been told, you know, he's kind of (laughs) he's kind of next, you know, leading up to WrestleMania season. So where where are you with uh, with these two dudes?
3: I mean, Austin Theory always finds a way to have like a big match during these big quality, uh, premium live events. Uh, But I want to see where this goes because, you know, I think we were saying here a lot on this uh, network that. He would probably be better as a face. And I Mm. think it could be one of those moments that it could be like the Can-Am connection. Wow. Back at WrestleMania three, if done right, where Grayson Waller can be a heater and turn on Theory. And then we can see Theory kind of go off into his babyface run. Either way, because he's not going to be the best heel, the number one heel or the number one baby face, just because like he just, he still has some room to grow, but he's also young. But Grayson Waller, man, you put him on the mic with anybody, he cooks, yes. you know, like he said to Rosenberg, when he spoke with him, just the confidence that he had about being in the same ring with the rock. And yes. so I think he's ready to be like one of the top heels. But I don't think Austin Derry, like, it's just not clicking. So, damn. I think, like, he's as good as who's his dance partner is as far as the heel. So, like, when he was in the same ring with The Rock, of course, you know, it was easy. It was, You know, it's kind of like when Baron Corbin was in the ring with The Rock right. with Becky Lynch. Right. But I think that here's an opportunity to, like, piece them together, cause an issue, and then maybe get some sympathy behind Austin. Damn. Maybe wow, face Austin Theory. That's, I was gonna say,
4: I I'm I'm not saying I don't see it because, you know, never say never, especially in the world of uh, pro wrestling and WWE in particular, but I there's something it's something about his face. His face looks like a, a a smarmy like a, a mischievous <laughs> like a, yeah. a a conniving heel to me. I I mean, I, hearing that Grayson and Austin would be a thing going in the, uh, into Mania season, it, rem- it the teaming reminds me of Miz and Truth, but really they both kind of remind me of the Miz. Like I think this could be mm. their their duo Miz moment where they're they're Grayson is obviously the better talker, but they both can you know handle themselves uh, when it comes to promos. And I think if they're able to have fun with it, really, you know, get, get into the duo ship, kind of like Ziggler and, and Bobby Roode, in a sense, you know, really, really dive into being a group and, and working with each other and being, I mean, for lack of a better word, dickheads, be the biggest yeah. dicks you can be going into mania season. Cause I think at the very least, Mm-hmm. If the crowd already hates Waller and they're kind of uh, whatever, not really buying all the way into Austin Theory, hopefully some of that Waller essence can can bleed over into Austin and and, and build up his character a little bit. But I, I, I think it's a benefit. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what's the match? Who are they going up against where it's good? Because I, I don't think they win unless they're going up for a title and who's holding the title at that point. But what I, I'm wondering what the storyline would be for these two dicks going into WrestleMania season.
3: Those not more heel tag team are yeah. <laughs> pretty deadly and the street profits, street profits. Yeah. 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 I mean,
0: do you put the tag titles on these guys? I, I feel like they, if the, if you really want to elevate them, yeah. I think they need something more than just kind of being dickheads. Like I, I think you're right, Cal, and yeah. that I think that's it's benefiting them uh, to just kind of follow that path, almost that, like you said, the the Miz like path. Um, it, it's just with them, and and maybe it's just because we've seen Theory, we've seen him go down this road before, and Grayson Waller's a little bit newer, right? Really? Where I feel like his his ceiling is so much higher than Theory at this point because of the fact that he can talk his ass off, right? They, they gave this dude a whole ass, you know, talk show. Show, right? yeah. So, that that just goes to show how highly they think of this guy. And again, even before he was even wrestling regularly on, on the main roster, they were throwing him out there. Right? Just giving him a live mic and going. Commentary, um, yeah. Yeah, so... I think it's almost elevating them together it, it does make sense because I think they are entertaining as a duo or as and as a tag team. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering again what wh- what's the end game with them for for Mania season. Right, right. If, if if it is the tag titles I'm I'm kind of fine with that. Mm-hmm. But then at some point and then if if at some point they end up feuding with each other, right. I don't know if that's doing anything for me even even though the the Austin theory baby face turn is again, something I' never thought of. Uh, it's okay. it's it's interesting. I just don't know is, who who's that elevating more, right? Because I, in that mm. you have to feel like Grayson's got to go over because, again, I think he just has the higher ceiling now. He's just a little bit more of a complete package. <laughs>
4: But, yo, know, if, if I'm sorry, if Grayson Waller goes over Austin Theory when they break up, when it, what's Austin Theory's name going to be an impact or aid? like, I I, I don't Ooh, I don't think yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying he doesn't recover, but like, I think it's going to be way more difficult to then say, all right, we, we've he was he was a US champion is probably his peak so far after after holding on to that briefcase for a while. His his next peak may be a tag team champion with Grayson Waller, but I mean, again, I just listened to y'all for like five minutes. Talk to me about why Grayson Waller is probably over Austin Theory in this tag team. Mm-hmm. If Austin Theory loses as a baby fa- as the baby face in that feud, I I he's twenty four seven title territory. Right. He like might, I he don't, might be cooked. Yeah, I, I don't he know where cooked. he goes realistically from there. Uh, God. Please. I'm sorry. <laughs> it did this. <laughs> This may be the moment for Austin Theory. He may need to, to come out on top. If if they're pushing them for Mania season, he better you know put up or shut up because if he comes out on the losing end of this program at the very end, however long into next year this goes, that's not going to bode well for him in my eyes because I don't know. How do you then repackage Austin Theory for the third time, fourth time? How do you do that? in however many years i don't know
3: yeah tom zink did go down after the kanam
4: <laughs> See, and you said KM, <laughs> K&M connection it is 360
0: 360 <laughs> yeah i mean you, you're right cal and it, it, this this is a very much a, a make or break yes next few months for austin theory, specifically i think grayson yes. waller has uh a, a little bit more runway to figure things out, but I think he's a, he's also a lot closer to right. figuring things out, right? It, it, again, if let me toss you guys this hypothetical, right? You can make either one of them world champion tomorrow. I think it's unquestionably Grayson Waller.
4: Yes, I don't know if I see Austin Theory holding a world title. Anytime soon. And Grayson feels like somebody who could talk himself into a match with Seth Rollins next week.
0: Right. And, and which, the fact that we're even having this conversation, obviously I brought it up. It's a podcast. But, I, like, Austin Theory was, he was almost next, right? He, yeah. he was deemed yep. next.
2: For you who, know, though?
0: Even, even, well, there were... You know, there was a certain guy backstage who who had yeah. deemed him next, but you you kind of also saw why, mm-hmm. right? Because no, it made sense. It, it made all the sense in the world. It, he just kind of fit a, a certain prototype yes. for that guy, and now, again, obviously the roster is a lot different. It's a lot more different now. But Grayson Waller has he's almost taken that Austin Theory lane and run away with it. Yeah. So he's standing on and took over Austin Theory's corner. Still, a yeah. phrase from Bill.
3: And he got uh, a whole so, country.
0: He got a whole right. country. It, they're, they're, and they're going there. They're going there in like two months. Yep. <laughs> you don't think this dude's going to be featured heavily?
4: Well, Austin Theory, get ready. That's all I'm saying. Get Australia ready.
3: Is bigger than Atlanta. <laughs> That's a, that's a hell of a quote right there.
0: Pull that for that's so far. A, <laughs> a bar. Hollywood. All right. Last one here on High Spot Headlines. Gosh, I'm so bummed. I even have to read this. Uh-oh. WWE and Jey Uso will abandon Yeet due to trademark issues. Uh, I'm not going to get into the whole... Legal jargon here and legal mumbo jumbo. I just want to know on a scale of one to ten, how sad are both of you about this? Because I, I, I'm, I, I don't even know if I could talk, but I'll I'll toss it to uh, I'll toss it to Brian first. Yeah, uh, when you heard Yeet was going to no Yeet, uh, yeah, where were you? How did you feel?
3: Oh man, this is this sucks. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm going to break a fourth wall without mentioning names, but I happen to be close to somebody who uh, tends to play Call of Duty with Jey Uso. Oh, wow. And before it hit TV, he would always say, when they playing the game, he's always yelling yeet, (laughs) yeet. So, and you remember, he didn't really do it too much during SummerSlam. right? You know, it was here and there, but it was all about the, down since, you know, oh, it's just me ooze. Just me ooze. I'm like, okay, he can recover from this. Right. But it was because it was like, you know, in Survivor Series in in Chicago, I'm seeing a bunch of the shirts.
4: Yeah, of course.
3: Every kick. I don't know how well it translated on TV, but it was yes-esque and what-esque. Did to say yeet? Yes.
4: (laughs) Wow. I gotta check it. I gotta run back the show. Yeah, I didn't realize I, that. Like okay. you can
3: feel it like every time. Yeet, yeet, yeet. I, I I'm gonna see if I got it in my phone. Cause I think I tried, but you know, sometimes you're like, by the time you get your phone out.
4: Nah, that's me.
3: But so that's a bummer. And I'm like, does that stop us from saying it? <laughs> you know, I, so I, I was bummed.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think at this point. It, and I, I saw the image of the pro wrestler who I guess filed the trademark a couple of years ago. I Jay Uso's merch greater than sign the guy who actually owns the Yeet trademark in pro <laughs> right. wrestling's merch because uh, I it was it was it was cool for like twenty twenty one I guess if you were just trying to make some stuff with with this this popping phrase but uh, I don't know I I like to think that the tribal chief made the call. He he hit up Paul Heyman and said, mm. I, I, I don't need Yeet mm-hmm. on this damn show. <laughs> figure it out. And Paul had to sit there on that phone and trying to fi- figure out trademarks and all this other stuff. And he happened to found found whoever the guy was. Shouts out to them for being smart and trademarking Yeet. Because that was the one thing. <laughs> yeet, yeet was over. But it took a guy like Jey Uso to get a couple years internet phrase that was gone over. Like you know, it, 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 it sucks because it was a very uh, unique thing for for Jey Uso to be you know trying to make his own. But I I have no doubt. That uh, you, you have Jey Uso win a championship on a pay per view in the first match, and then maybe give him the rest of the pay per view to figure out what to do before he goes to the press conference scrum afterwards. He'll get he'll get another word. There'll be another phrase from the internet a couple years ago that he'll turn into another shirt. Jay's just got it right now. I don't. I do not doubt his ability to get another Yeet esque word over. We're all right. We're mm-hmm. fun.
0: Yeah, no, I, so I don't disagree with you there because I, I think Jay is just in another stratus here right now. Mm. It's just this was such a good word for him. This was it such was a good phrase,
2: yeah.
0: you know? And again, again, the way it became a thing is just, I'll, I'll forever remember that.
3: <laughs> and
0: it's, it's so dumb. It, there's so much great wrestling now, so many great matches that just happened. But again, it's these... These small moments that just become big moments that you'll always remember because you know when they came when they won the tag titles like oh that's that's cool you know they're probably not going to hold them hold on to them for very long that's cool they got that moment and then this yeet thing happens and (laughs) it just takes that that win to a whole other level right it it becomes an entirely different memory I'm not going to say core wrestling memory but. I want to trust me. <laughs> it's, right. it's 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 festering right there. It's, it's on the border, but man, it. I get it. You, you know the the trademark was there, but seeing seeing them have to blur out his t shirt really really hurt my hurt my heart hurt my soul. Yeah, you know and look again the the fact that we're even talking about a Jay Uso phrase that we're bummed is going away mm-hmm. it really just goes to show how far this guy has come
4: facts right a hundred percent facts
0: and and Brian to answer your question from earlier I think we could totally say it I think we keep the yeet movement alive <laughs> <I was> going- <laughs> on worldwide it's like the yes chance in uh mm-hmm. with with Brian in AEW right? like he can't yeah. technically do it but that's there you know there. They, they can't they can't Censor everybody, so right. maybe this will just be. be alive. Yeah, <laughs> this will just be. This will be the underground yeet movement. You I know, mean, we'll, we'll just keep it to the podcast, uh, and you know, if uh, if if we have to deal with some legal issues. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But uh, mm-hmm. oh man, so, I'm so bummed this
4: is going. Some, on. Somebody, somebody, make sure we get Shoemaker on the horn ASAP, just so he knows he's he's warned of the of the underground. Yeah, yeah. Movement. We,
0: we should probably actually you know, alert our lawyers <laughs> and just the legal legal team that we're we're standing on this corner. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, shout out to Yeet. Shout out to shout out to giving us a, just a great couple of weeks. You know, Facts. when I. I distinctly remember texting both of you uh, the no yeet video (laughs) that uh, Jimmy had when he hung up the phone and Mm -hmm. just crying laughing because we just it was so good it was so damn
4: you know what's funny the the yeet shirt is still listed on the shop but it's officially listed as being out of stock Mm. yeah I think it's it's now they're they're probably going to be going with main event Jey Uso. Yeah. Which is
0: also a great shirt, yeah. But I mean, when yeah, you're comparing yeah. it to Yeet, Yeet to, was just
4: about to, Yeet was just popping off.
0: So I just pulled it. I looked on. I'm looking on eBay right now for oh. the Yeet Yeet shirts. Uh-huh. And there's there's obviously your bootleg versions. There's but there's one, I think this is a real one. Yeah, it is. It's just seven, it's seventy dollars. So seventy. The, the Yeet shirts have now become. An un, or a, a collector's item, just like a DVD, a WWE DVD. So in, if, in days, if you wow. if you damn. find yourself a Yeet shirt, buy that, buy them all up, and sell them on the secondary market. Fact. Uh, Started
3: to get one, I was like, Nah,
0: i, I sh- <laughs> Were they selling them at at Survivor Series,
4: Brian? Mm-hmm.
2: God damn. Damn
0: I should have.
4: I, I hate that.
2: I hate that. What <laughs> I? Should have told you to get us one.
0: Just, anyway. We should just all had Yeet shirts. You know, we could have uh, we could have figured it out. But uh, we're we're going to take a moment to to mourn the passing of, of the yeet movement. And uh, you know, we're going to try to figure out what, what Jay's next word is. And while we do that, we're going to take a quick break.
1: This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What?
0: There it is. You heard the drop. It's time for They Said What? The three of us have listened to The Mass Man Show and Cheap Heat as I'm sure all of you fine listeners have as well, because you're already subscribed to our wonderful feed here on The Ringer Wrestling Show. But we get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time, and that's respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker, Kaz, Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy, Greg, or Dip. And for today's edition of They Said What, we're going to head over to The Masked Man Show for a take... From the man that shared a triple H point with Wale, our guy, Kaz.
3: Brian H, play the clip. You know what would be my fantasy match? A lot of moving parts would have to take place, but I still think it's possible. Randy Orton versus Okada, right? <laughs>
1: now we're just going crazy. Well, Okada's right, about that to be a be free
4: agent. He's about to be a free yeah. agent apparently, uh, and there's been talks, allegedly. Well, Randy's
1: officially a SmackDown member now, I guess. So that kind of messes up the Gunther thing.
4: True, but okay,
1: maybe yours is closer to reality than mine. Orton, Orton versus Okada at WrestleMania, banger, ill poses, wow.
4: banger, ill poses.
0: Has <laughs> <Kaz laughs> just fantasy booking dream matches. Off, off, off! Rip, huh? There, <laughs> Okada, Orton. Okay. Um. So, in terms of Okada's free agency, that starts uh-huh. at the top of of next year, right? So, th- it's not that far off in terms of it happening, right? The possibility of it. You,
4: you, they they would need to be putting the pen to the paper like last week or something like that, because I it seems like a lot of those. The thing with New Japan is. Uh, the Tokyo Dome show is always at the top of January. It's within right. within that first couple of days, so um, we'll know sooner than later if Okada is uh, WWE bound or not. Because uh, based off of what'll be going on there, but uh, it's it's because uh, that was AJ Styles, right? That was that was probably one of the biggest ones was right. uh, him, right, right. him showing up at that Rumble that year. I so remember. I. I could see it I I will say this when I think of Okada in WWE damn the match the Okada mania entrance is got to be so cuz him with I the last couple times seeing it with the robe with the 3M on it but then it's like dollar bills and he's standing and you're taking the pictures and it looks like a ball like a energy is just sitting in the ring like that that <laughs> First Okada Mania entrance is going to be dope. I will say this though, this match is going to be amazing. The last time I saw Okada, he broke a bone on Brian Danielson's face, and there's been a couple times over the last year or so where when people have kind of gotten a little rough with him, he's not been afraid to get rough right back. So that's my only fear is uh, this is Orton. Uh, I think this is the the beginning of Orton's like really last big push in WWE. I hope that man is ready if he's. Going to be in the ring with Okada because I don't know if Okada is going to be pulling punches, especially with Orton's one of those guys that can probably take it and probably wants to get in there and get a little rough with Okada. But uh, I'm just <laughs> fearful because he just got back. He just signed. Right. D- he just signed his name to get back on a brand the other day. <laughs> That's right,
0: Brian. When you first heard this, when 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 Kaz dropped it, w- were you in right away, or are you uh, are you hesitant?
3: No, I was a thousand percent in. I wasn't expecting it. I was like, wait. Whoa. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I know he, Okada set the face Danielson borrowing if Danielson can go at right. uh, Wrestle Kingdom 18. So, like you said, wrap that up, man. I want to see was the, the coin yeah. and <laughs> that moment. Like, give me all of that. That's what I was thinking. The, the right. WrestleMania entrance. And, and like Kaz said, No need for him to wrestle before then. He is somebody that can be making their debut. I know a lot of the WWE audience is strictly in WWE. And you heard AJ Styles say he wasn't sure if people would know who he is. Right. I do think people would know who Okada is. But I also think with the WrestleMania crowd, let's just say it's 70-30. I think that 70% will drown out the rest to give it that moment that we will be looking for as wrestling fans. And he's wrestled over here enough recently. Shout out to AEW. So that people would know, and you put him in the ring with Orton, because for me, who wasn't up to date on New Japan as much, Mm -hmm. I was always told that like Okada Shinsuke Essentially was like their John Cena Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be a match right there. And you know, shout out to the lady listeners. That's gonna be a treat for them.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah, they Okada's <laughs> oh, definitely a treat for the eyes for uh, for people who are into him, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's right. It, it would would Orton be your guys' first choice for that Mania Dream match?
4: I probably uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the thing is, like, I, I'm trying to think of who some of the other big guns. Like, I, I would not give him, I would not feed him to Roman Reigns first match. Mm-hmm. I think that would that sure. Roman's taking Okada and th- I, no disrespect to Okada, but I, yeah. if they're putting him against Roman first, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if they care about Okada that much. No, I, I think Randy Orton's probably in that sweet spot. They're kind of, they've kind of been. At the top of their game, around the same time, for about yeah. the same length of time. I mean, I, I would have to go back and check years, but I feel like for as long as people have been calling Okada that guy, Randy Orton has been that guy on my television. So it 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 makes sense. You don't. It, it wouldn't be for any titles. This would be one of those true like first time dream matches, just one on one. Let them get in the ring and have it out. Um, but I I don't know currently. Because uh, I, I also don't think you give him Shinsuke first. I think you kind of... You, Shinsuke could be the reason... Like, you could have him a- interfere in a match at the end or something like that Yeah. And give you that, that other match that you want in WWE. So, yeah, I think Randy... It, but again, assuming Randy's good, that could be a very great way to introduce Okada to the WWE audience. I, I think the only
3: other person would be John Cena. And, and, yeah. And, 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 and you can kind of tell a story of... John Cena got to come home because an outsider is infiltrating (laughs) WWE or even if you don't want to go there, you could also say like, Oh, it's a new challenge. You know, I I came Mm. up short against solo Sokoa, but this is a match that I've always wanted, but he was on in Japan and I was here, but now I can finally do this. Hold on Hollywood. I'll be right back. I'm coming to, you know, check this off my bucket. But I think okay. Orton is the obvious choice right here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hold, hold my breath to see if, if
0: he actually does sign. And I don't know he's he's targeting WWE or AEW, right? So I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping he's one of the New Japan guys who who comes to WWE just to see this mm-hmm. is this to test the waters to see where he really how he stacks right. up. Um, because I think AEW is sitting there for him, and you know right, he's been over there already, so there's some comfortability, That's, I'm sure. But of course. I mean, if you, again, it's just one of these if you're if not now when type situations. Yeah, exactly. And I would love to. You just kind of love to see him as part of the machine, right? Mm-hmm. I, I know that the word in, when we described WWE as a machine, there's kind of a negative connotation with it, right. but it's just also one of the it's it's the biggest biggest name in the game
4: it Can he hang? i
0: I absolutely think he can but we, you know you got to throw him in there you, right. we, and we got to see it orton orton be a fantastic dance partner um on, on that stage too because orton it, he's still as good as ever you know
3: and we heard of names like yoshi tatsu and right. hakushi and even shinsuke of being big names over in japan right but we when a lot of times in those cases, maybe not Shinsuke, but by the time we heard about it, it was like they had already been in WWE. We kind of seen them play in the mid card a little bit, and then you go back and do research, like, oh, he was actually bigger over here. We yeah. know Okada was the number one on the PWI list, so we know yep. his accolades, and people would know. Okay, he is a big deal. He is a main eventer. I
4: right? I, I will I will say though, if Okada does go to WWE. Uh, Nick Khan, Triple H, whoever, y'all, but ask New Japan to give y'all some footage. I think y'all, y'all, th- th- we we need so I one of the most impactful things I remember watching as a child before Big Van Vader beat Tom Zink's ass at Great American Bash <laughs> in 1990, uh, they were showing these uh, short little clips of Vader over in Japan. And it wasn't even a lot of wrestling, although you did get, it, I remember vividly the the big mask headgear that he would wear. And I just remember this big behemoth of a man walking through the crowd and I was like, nah, this feels like, it, it feels like what People probably felt when they see Jade Cargill stand on a on a podium. Like if or stand on the stage, it feels like you're in the presence of something. And I think those images of Okada at, at the Tokyo Dome, just, just show a bunch of entrances and then show him beating people ass in the ring. But I think you need to do something before you just plop him on the or, or ringside at the rumble, clapping alongside something or something like that. I think you need to show the people who this guy is as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Right and hey, if if he is coming to WWE, Okada, uh, please bring Mercedes Monet with you. Just just you know, you share the list <laughs> nice. over. I like that. You man. know, I like how you did that. You, you can like split it, that. but uh, just just have her come come home. There's a, there's 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 plenty of room for both <laughs> of you. Before we get to NXT and Dynamite, uh, let's pop over to the Wednesday Worldwide Hotline because. We, we we got some great ones again this week. Keep,
3: keep them coming, uh, but Hollywood, tell us who the first caller is. Uh, we got our guy Maynard coming through, so I like this take and let's run
2: it. Hey guys, this Maynard. Everybody seems to be at a loss as how the Rock will figure into the bloodline in WrestleMania, but if you listen to the left and the Rock talked about it, it's McAfee. He said he wants WrestleMania to be a start of something, and not the culmination. I suspect that The Rock will be a special guest referee of Roman vs. Cody 2, And Roman thinks that with discussing a referee, he's assured of a win. However, when the Bloodline starts to interfere, The Rock stops them, going as far as hitting them with his the signature moves and preventing them from helping Roman. Without the help of the Bloodline, Cody wins the title. The next day, Raw after Mania. The Rock explains to Roman in a face-to-face promo that he, The Rock, is the real tribal chief, and not Roman. In fact, Roman can't be tribal chief, as he divided the family. The Rock then challenges Roman that if, if he wants to be tribal chief, he has one year to prove that he's worthy of facing him. And if he gets there, you'll see him at WrestleMania 41. What do you guys think?
0: Okay. First of all, shout out to, to Maynard, by the way, the, the first person to ever asked us for a selfie uh, in, 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 the, in the history of our existence. But he seems to be splitting the difference between, you know, a lot of the conversation around this is, is it Rock or Cody? Or at least it was, right? I think right. now we're starting to slant more towards it's clearly going to be Cody. I'm going to... I'm going to pose this question to uh, to Cal first, because okay. uh, is, this, is this better for you than if it's Roman Rock for the title? Because again, this seems to be a little bit given something to the nostalgia freaks, but also yeah. kind of pushing toward the future and the next dude. So where are you at I- on this?
4: I mean, I think as as long as Rock can sell it, I think that the key, obviously, you're gonna you're gonna have to a figure out when it's gonna make sense to bring the Rock in and announce this. I don't is that a Rumble thing? Is that a backlash thing? Like when when do you make that announcement? But once you do it, I I wasn't mad at this. It kind of reminds me of. Uh, the Thor uh, Unworthy series from the comics that kind of made part of a uh, you know is his his story in the MCU where he lost Mjolnir he he wasn't worthy enough to carry the uh, his 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 hammer as everybody likes to call it and uh, it, it, it found a worthy you know uh, a suitor so I I think I like the aspect of the Monday After Mania Rock cutting the promo saying you have to. I I maybe he even wears the red necklace that that Roman like somebody gives it to mm-hmm. him and I'm the tribal chief you've got to I'm going to see you at Mania whenever and you got to prove to me that you're then worthy to get this title back I don't know that's a great start that's a lot of time in between that Monday after Mania 40 and Mania 41 to have cuz Roman if Roman's not champion he would pro- he would need to be on more. I don't think you can justify him not being on TV as much. So I, I would be interested in knowing how they would get to Mania 41, like the time in between 40 and 41 for Roman. But uh, th- this is an intriguing aspect, especially if you want r- Rock in the ring. He's probably going to need a year to get in the ring with Roman Reigns. The Rock's <laughs> going to need a lot of work and a year could do it. But what's the story in between?
0: Right. I, okay, I'm surprised you're you're in on this at all. Uh, just because I was I was waiting for you to poo poo it right away. No, <laughs> it's uh, it's, and it's you, an
4: interesting enough story. It's not just throwing them in the ring. It's it's The Rock actually, you yeah. know, taking charge and Roman having to b- 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 climb up and prove himself again. That that interests mm-hmm. me more I, than anything else I've heard. I see you,
0: Kyle. You're willing to do business if it's, uh, if, it's it, gotta if it makes sense. If if, yeah. if, it,
4: if it don't make sense, I don't know if it's going to make it could make dollars. But it's got, for me, it has to make sense.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, that's fair. Brian, what do you think about this? As someone who wants Roman to be world champion until WrestleMania 50, apparently, uh, <laughs> how do you feel <laughs> about this type of booking?
3: I don't like Rock, kind of costing Roman. Mm. I'm um, shocked. I'm shocked you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, sorry. If it's, it's weird, right? Because I have one thought of Cody puts Roman down, okay, and then Cody walks off. Roman's laid out, and then has that look of like, "What the hell just happened?" Boom, the music hits. Now they got to They got to lay out. You know what I mean? Triple H got to throw the courtesy up. They lay out. Out comes the Rock. You have the moment. But then there's a part of me saying that if Cody's gonna finish the story and he's gonna win, he deserves to be the last image you see mm-hmm. with the championship. Right. Yep. So I wouldn't have him cost him the title, but again, I would still keep the belt on Roman. <laughs> but I would kind of have, if anything, the Rock, the Rock would be the one to kind of solidified, like he's keeping the belt on Roman and then they have their moment like, okay, now you owe me because I kept the title on you. It's, it's difficult, but for the sake of this, I I think this is an interesting way to get there. Right. You know, because you could do the, the, like you said, build it up for a year. That way you can have clear out the schedule if you have to take the title off of Roman. But I just think the whole thing is like with Cody and everything, the last thing we saw was him sitting there in disappointment in the ring. Yes. You've yes. got to have that before and after shot. Right. Of this time him holding up the gold Glory. and being, you know, the new champion. Right. I feel you. Damn.
0: Yeah. Man. I mean, naturally, I'm, I'm all in on this uh, just mm-hmm. because the minute he said, this is how we're going to get the rock there. First, at, you know, at first, we've we've had a lot of these hypotheticals. We've had a the, the hotline callers are have been trying to figure this out for us, at least with us. Facts. It's been a Facts. it's been a journey, which we really do appreciate. Lock this up. is probably the one I've been logistically most on board with, just because again, it splits the difference, and I feel like it's just going to make it would make the most people happy. Agree, right? There's a, there's yeah. obviously going to be detractors and people say, you know, her who don't want. Cody to win, there's going to be people who don't want Roman to retain. There's going to be people people who don't want Rock to be involved at all. So look, ultimately there's going to be people who who don't like this at all. But I think this makes to your point, Cal, the most sense. Right. Um now whether they do it or not, you know, is is Rock really going to stop what he's doing you know with uh with the xfl and any any other films he's got cooking over there at seven bucks to just come referee a match right i don't know i also think that there's another him pitching him on another rock roman philly moment uh is Ooh. is going to be key to all this right yeah. they've, they've had moments in philly before uh right. and and their their last one together didn't go Quite as well, but to to kind of bookend it with that, with Damn, with
4: this, I forgot with, about that. That was Philly with, when Philly messed yep. up the Rumble. Yep.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> they they weren't feeling rock. <laughs> they weren't feeling rock and Roman at all back then. No, they were uh, not but, happy. But you know, to kind of have a full circle moment with that would be. Uh, I I, w- I would sign up for that just to kind of see what it, if it is just setting up for the following year, right? right. So I think that would be. That would, be, that would be a cool moment and would kind of make, <laughs> it, it, you know, you can just hear Michael Cole now yelling about that moment, like, wait, re- yelling wait. about that Rumble moment.
4: So I'm, I'm so sorry. So, no, no, so, so you bookend it by having Roman wins and him and rock arms in the air. R- Roman's music is playing rock. I don't know if he has like a, some a knuckle duster, or some brass knucks, or something. <laughs> Roman's turn around, pie out, and that's how Roman Reigns turns babyface. The Rock takes him out, oh, boo. boo! Rock like I don't give a shit, I don't care, I'm I'm the tribal chief anyway. He maybe maybe The Rock even takes the titles from Roman like Jay White did, but he leaves. <laughs> he just- <laughs> he's he's on the jet with the title in, in the LA. background and and play, <laughs> playing ho- not, not Brian Water but playing like Andy Kaufman hollywood as character <laughs> like really mm. leaning into it to make Roman because Roman if, again if Roman's going to be unworthy it's going to be some Rocky stuff like you're going to have to see him triumph at one point maybe make The Rock the most hated heel I mean he could do it Rock's not really been able to been that guy be that guy for a while I don't know Mm-hmm. So, just have them show up to, switch it up,
0: right? Have them show up to XFL press conferences with the title and just don't address it.
4: <laughs> just, Versace shirts, yeah, that is naval. Yeah, let's go, let's go, oh, bring it back. Shit.
0: I when I was going through my thoughts on it, I was more thinking that Cody was champion, but now that you've uh, you've brought this up, I'm kind of in on this. So, all right, uh, yes keep sir. the title on Roman, whatever. We're you know. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> you guys have worn me down. Screw Whatever it. Whatever <laughs> is great.
3: <laughs> um, I think got right, Greg approved. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> that that yeah, SGG is all in on that. Uh, but a big shout out to, to Maynard and, and everyone else who left us a voicemail uh, on the Ro- Wednesday Worldwide Hotline. Keep them coming. We love listening to them. Uh, Brian sends them to us in the group chat just to give us a heads up that they're coming, and we are. We all have our own little moment in the group chat where we're just, where we're dying laughing uh, and just getting ready to respond to these things. But it's 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 great. So keep keep the calls coming. All right, before we get out of here, of course, we need to hit on last night's NXT, tonight's upcoming dynamite. So we'll each pick the biggest thing that stood out to us from NXT, and then we'll talk about one. More in depth. I'm going to start with Cal because I know what Brian's is because he posted it on the socials last night. So Cal, okay. kick things off for us. What was your biggest NXT take? I,
4: I actually um, I want to shout out WWE Anonymous. They always get like the juiciest tidbits like rewatching the clip of uh, Mello and Trick having that conversation and Trick having the phone. He's all, yeah, 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 yeah. like, I don't I, I love that stuff. That, that little that little mess. I like the mess. Yeah, talk it's, about what you want to talk about, Brian.
0: All right, I Come mean, up. Brian, <laughs> you, you posted the spoiler across across the board, but just just tell us tell us what it was.
3: Tell us for this. Yeah. That's, that's why y'all follow Ring of Wrestling on TikTok because Thanks. boy oh boy, Lash Legend. Yes, that moment, that body slam on Otis. Like no disrespect, if she would have body slammed Chad Gable, I would have popped. Right, but to pick up Otis. Take a couple steps back, which means she held him. She held and then, him. boom, I, oh, yeah. I lost my mind. This was my favorite episode of NXT that did not include, like, a super show. Right,
4: right. Mm. Like,
3: that's, that that show gave me everything. Like, at first, I thought it was going to be Keanu James and Roxanne going through the table yeah. and then fighting on the medical facility table. Mm-hmm. But then I had that moment.
4: <laughs>
3: okay, I ask you this. Better better body slam,
0: Lash Legend on Otis or Hogan on Andre? Just think about it. Think about it. <laughs> Don't answer yet. Okay, go ahead.
4: Oh my God. Say it. Nah, say it. Say it. Say it, Brian. He's to Say it.
3: I got to go with Lash Legend.
4: Yes, I love it. Yes. I- I hope there we, we she go. She didn't rip her back muscles. I right. wonder how she's feeling today. Yeah, because yeah. I oh. feel like it was a lot.
0: If she's telling the story like Hogan, all her back muscles are just gone.
4: So, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Hogan's Shouts probably telling the social. story right now. <laughs> <They're>
0: uh, facts. <laughs> uh, for me, man, I, it was the Wesley promo. It's it's oh, obviously man. a massive out bummer. To Wesley was,
4: for real. I was
0: mm-hmm. really hoping that was a work. Uh, right. Right. Because obviously you, you you don't want that for anybody, and you know nah. really hoping he makes it back, uh, you know, quickly, uh, but also more importantly that he's you know just better in general and that he is healthy,
4: right? Uh, yeah. Because w- whatever yeah. he's
0: gone through, my God, that that sounds hellacious. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and again, but- I thought it was a work because he came out with the cane, and I was like, oh, is he? You know, you're you're hoping and praying that it is. Just the work, unfortunately, it's not. So, you know, shout out to him for kind of laying his his soul bare last night. You you felt every every word uh, that he was saying out there, and you, you just know how much <laughs> this means to him. So, shout out to Wesley. Uh, you know, to on a speedy recovery, uh, hoping for a speedy recovery for him. But man, uh, that, that that's shitty that he's going to miss out on this title opportunity. Uh, and just we're that you know in wrestling in general, you know, you can obviously tell that he loves that he loves doing it. So. That's going to be uh, it's going to be a grind, but, you know, we're, we're waiting for you, Wes, uh, when you get back. So shout out to him. Uh, looking at tonight's AEW Dynamite. I hope we all have the same one for this. Uh, what's the one thing you're looking forward to most?
3: Brian, what do you got? We do, but do we? There's one thing that's happening. And that's with the Turner Classic Movie crossover yeah. and Tony Storm. <laughs> that's Dude, fair. being all out right. there is going to be
4: amazing.
3: That right there put—I want to say this could be the start of all of my grievances with AEW and how their women are treated. Mm. I'm hoping that's the start of the end of that. We'll okay. see. So that's my—that's like my two A because we, you know, number one, what we've been looking for for a while. Yeah, Is that, so
0: you've alluded to it, Cal. What do you have?
4: Are, 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 I'm, I'm assuming we're all referring to the TNT title match between uh Kristen Cage and Adam Copeland. Yeah, I think uh I'm, I shout to them for I was Adam Copeland supposed to drop the F word on uh on TNT? <laughs> I didn't think so because uh, I was watching it live. I'm like, oh yeah, they they definitely started muting after he got his line out but it was brilliant to bring that uh, bring that full circle um, I this this could be an interesting match I just like Christian Cage and I I, I want to see what he's doing next um, but yeah I think my my one B would be uh, Homeboy from Turner which I, I'm surprised I didn't even think about it of course the Turner Classic Movies guy is going to be able to come out there and, and do like a quick little spiel his, he's actually really good I don't know if people have ever seen like the Turner Classic movie uh, screenings at like when they last like, I want to say when I went to see uh, the Princess Bride when it came back to theaters not too long ago, it was with that, and he did like a whole little intro. And be- I don't know, that guy's really cool. If you uh, it's some old people movie stuff, but uh, it's very smart for the Tony Storm character. I like that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's that's going to be fantastic, and yeah, I mean, uh, like you guys said, Dynamite, December sixth, Montreal, Adam Copeland versus yes. Christian Cage for the TNT Championship. That's verbatim what Adam Copeland cut. Uh, during that promo last week, and it was it was fire. They, the the f even if there wasn't no f bomb, just just a great, <laughs> a great fucking promo. Right. <laughs> uh,
3: facts. No, all facts.
4: All facts.
0: Right. So, but man, guys, that is how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Mass Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got cheap heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Greg, and Dip, and you'll find Wednesday worldwide, smack dab in the middle, on of course Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. Also, be sure to check out our guy Cal, who did a guest spot on the latest episode of Button Mash on the Ringerverse
4: feed. Uh, you you were talking some Grand Theft Auto six right Cal yeah shouts out to the leakers who uh we were we were gonna <laughs> record something on Tuesday I was actually gonna have to leave my house but uh because the trailer had to get dropped at night a day early uh uh, myself Ben Lindbergh, and uh and, and Daniel Chin uh, got together and talked about GTA 6 the trailer our thoughts as well as our expectations for the future game uh I do not be surprised if we link up again whenever the next trailer drops or whatever uh this is we're, we're it's happening we're, we're not close to Roman Reigns losing the title yet but we at least know the year that GTA <laughs> 6 is going to be coming out so get get, get excited
0: that's right. Uh, the next time, actually, Roman Reigns uh, is going to wrestle a match. It's probably going to be when Grand Theft Auto Six drops. Right? Is Facts. that is that, <laughs> what you guys, that what you guys talk about? It'll,
4: it'll be a tie-in. He'll 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 come in 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 a, in a tuner car with Florida right. Man on top. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll,
0: we'll. <laughs> That's
4: right. That's right.
0: Uh, but guys, uh, Cal Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials.
4: I'm at Cal on Twitter, at CalDub on Instagram and Threads. I promise I'll get on Threads and check what y'all saying at some point. But it's not about me, Brian H. Waters. Where can they find you and where can they find us?
3: You can find me at Brian H. Waters on uh, Threads, Twitter, Facebook, and um, Instagram. But most importantly, follow Ringer Wrestling at Ringer Wrestling. Like we said, more exclusive coming on TikTok. Uh, We got some, you know, videos from the past that we may rehash that we'll put there as well as on Instagram, including yesterday I posted when Bailey was in studio with Kaz and Dave, and she talked about her wrestling soulmate. We brought it up here been asked for it To come back We Who knows uh, But yeah, So make sure you check that out Check us out on threads You know uh, Sometimes we Live tweet the show
0: Check out that new clip too If you want to see David Shoemaker Without glasses uh, He recorded the episode Without glasses
3: <laughs> And it's
0: uh, It's a trip It's a trip man uh, <laughs> uh, You can follow me At Cruise Control It's Control With a K Twitter Instagram Threads and But most importantly Of course At Ringer Wrestling Uh, Twitter, Instagram threads, TikTok, all that good stuff. Thank you very much to Brian Hollywood Waters for producing this episode, making it sound better than we should. Gentlemen, thank you, as always, for the Graps Chat. Everyone else, we will catch you next week.
4: Worldwide.